0: Good evening and praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for this evening. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this week of mission. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness and love. And we pray that, Lord Jesus, even as we gather together, we pray that you will be blessed of you. And We pray that, Lord Jesus, you will minister to us tonight, King of glory. Father, we surrender to you and we open our hearts to you, Lord Jesus. There is none like you, for we know that, Lord, during this time of mission, you have a reason for each one of us, O Lord, and you're speaking to us in a voice that is clear. Father, we pray that you'll continue to speak to us. We pray that you'll continue to encourage us. We pray that, Lord, you'll become our strength and our shield at such a moment as this, God. We surrender ourselves to you, friends. Let's just take a moment to surrender ourselves to the Lord. And just allow the Lord to meet each one of us at our point of need, wherever you are, knowing that the Lord is more than able, knowing that the Lord is able to meet each one of us, knowing that the Lord is here to exalt his name. We are in his presence and we know that the Lord cares about every detail of our lives. And if there is anything that we need to put right with God, I pray that we can also open our hearts and allow God to rebuke us, allow God to challenge us, allow God to inform us on the things that we are supposed to know from him. For he indeed is our God and our maker and our creator. Father, we thank you because you are a holy God and in you there is no evil, there is no wickedness. Lord, you are righteous and perfect God and so we Thank you tonight that even in our imperfections, God, you have called us. And we pray that, Lord, you'll perfect our ways, even as we sit at your feet tonight. We pray that, Lord, you'll remind us about your faithfulness and love. We pray that, Lord, you'll empower us. We pray that, the Lord, in your mercy, you'll strengthen us and uphold us and make us the kind of people that you want us to be. Lord, as we talk about being center among our wolves, we are mindful that in one way or the other, we are surrounded by wolves that are, are, are dangerous to us, but we are confident about your protection, even in the midst of the wolves that come around us. We give you praise, glory, and honor our Father and our God, and we pray that Lord will find favor in your sight, even as we continue to listen to your voice tonight. Thank you, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We honor and we surrender to you. For in Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. I'm going to request uh, Professor Liz that uh, you will pick, take some prayer requests, prayer responses, and then you lead us in prayer. After um, I have I have shared. So once again, I want to welcome us all in this um, meeting. Uh, tonight in this mission session, we thank you all for logging in this evening, and we pray that the Lord will continue to speak to us. Um, our topic tonight is sent among the wolves. Sent among the wolves, and uh, it is found in Matthew chapter ten, verses sixteen to thirty-two. Matthew ten, verses sixteen to thirty-two, and uh, I'm going to. Uh, To read that scripture, uh, then I will share. Matthew 10, verse 16 says, Behold, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of um, men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in synagogues. And you'll be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before him and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or when you are, what you are to say. For, when you, when you, for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will deliver brother over to death and the father his child and the children will rise against the parents and have them put to death. And you be hated by all. By all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you, you in town, flee to the next. For truly I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the son of man comes. And disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebel, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing. for nothing is covered, that will not be revealed, or hidden, that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, Say in the light, and what you hear, uh, you hear what whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but no, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. And not two sparrows sold for a penny, and not one of them will fall on the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are more of value than many sparrows. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny them before my father who is in heaven. And this is the word of God. So, dear sisters and brothers who are logged on uh, tonight, I just want once again to welcome us and pray that we will share together in this message, Saint Among the Wolves, Saint Among the Wolves. For any preacher of the gospel, if you are going to preach the gospel at any point, you have to know that there are wolves out there, especially if you're doing the right thing at the right time, And you know that you've been called by God and sent by God. There is no way you are going to run away from the wolves. There is no way you run away from the wolves. As I was looking at this, um, I was just wondering, what is the situation like when we talk about serving among the wolves? And what are these wolves? I was trying to check out to find out what are these wolves in the Bible? And the wolves are described as wild and fierce carnivorous animals. They sleep during the day and wander at night. These are wild and fierce carnivorous animals. They are wild, they are fierce, they are dangerous, they are destroyers, they can do anything. They eat both other animals and probably human beings. So they are very dangerous. And they said they sleep during the day and wander at night. So sometimes it is easy to look at them and you think they are not dangerous when they are actually dangerous. And when I look at this, it is a representation of some of the people that we move with. You can move with someone and you just imagine this person is is innocent. This person is good. But at the end of the day, you realize that actually this person is not easy, is actually a dangerous wolf that is around you. That is the description that is say that they sleep during the day and wander at night and um somewhere i read that wolves in palestine hunt alone looking for easy prey especially in winter why do they hunt alone they are dangerous they hunt alone and they look for easy prey and and that is why when we talk about wolves in this situation we are also mindful about the human beings that take advantage of those that are weak they They take advantage of those that are probably um, alone and they wander around looking for easy prey they wander around looking for people who are not stable in their faith and so they attack them in chapter 10 of john you look at a wolf attacking and scattering absolutely the wolf Is being talked of as a thief in chapter chapter 10. The thief who comes to rob, to kill, and to destroy. That is the wolf. He comes in only to kill, to rob, to destroy. When the wolf comes, the hired hand disappears. That is what the gospel, according to John, tells us. The hired hand disappears, and therefore lets the, the wolf to destroy, to destroy. And so this is the wolf. The wolf is an enemy who comes in when you do not sometimes expect because it's wandering around. And so he just comes in. The wolf in, chapter, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, these are false prophets and false teachers that are described in, in Matthew chapter 7. They hide their intentions to corrupt the people of God sometimes these wolves they hide their intentions so when they come sometimes you might not know that they are truly wolves wolves they hide their intentions sometimes they become very very wonderful a few days ago someone was telling me of a gentleman that has really um been at the forefront of uh, Christianity in one of the organizations. And he was telling me, be careful. I need to come and tell you about the person that you are working with is not the right person. And yet this person is very good, so helpful, so supportive. So I was wondering how could this person be so good, so supportive, so helpful. And yet he has a problem. He's not actually representing the organization that they were saying they were representing. So you keep wondering and you're thinking, really, can someone, that is why we have found people coming and camouflaging like this, if they are good. And at the end of the day, you realize that actually there's nothing good about them. So these are some of the things that we find ourselves into. They hide their intentions to corrupt the people of God. They are dangerous and they are destructive. Paul said in Acts chapter 20, verse 29, that I know that false teachers like vicious wolves will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock. This was Paul talking to the elders of Ephesus. And he said that after I have gone, I know that vicious wolves will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock. Dear friends, this is the reason why we are preaching the gospel and saying, let us be careful every day of our lives. In Zephaniah chapter three, verse three, wolves are symbols of wicked rulers. When God was talking about wolves, he was talking about wicked rulers in Zephaniah chapter three, verse three. Her officials within her are roaring lions. Her rulers are evening wolves who leave nothing for the morning. These were rulers who were really destructive among the children of Israel. They could really rampage everything and destroy everything. And they had nothing to worry about tearing others in pieces. They were fierce, ravenous, they tear in pieces. They were hungry and ready to destroy. They go after vulnerable people in vulnerable situations. And this is what some of our leaders do the leaders who are representative of wolves are going to take advantage of the vulnerable they are going to take advantage of those you know i, I just want to give an example of uh, sometimes when you get into a place and you are in a car sometimes they will sometimes they will check you partially and just they'll just open the wave to you and let you go but you come moving on foot When you come moving on foot, they will touch your pockets, they will touch your bag, they will touch your clothes, they will touch you everywhere. As if you know, not having a car means that I'm wearable or I am something. So you you find that kind of thing taking a advantage. Or oh, the other thing that you can look at is that when you're driving your old car on the road and the other one is driving a brand new car, they will keep stopping you who has the old car and they will really do whatever, they, they will take even a little money, you, you don't have fuel, you are struggling with everything, but it's you they are going to bother more than the other so that's just an example to show how the vulnerable are being taken advantage of and so you are taken advantage of the wolves will always want to take advantage of the vulnerable and this is what we find even uh, in our societies they go after the vulnerable so when you um uh, as as you continue to 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 think about the the, the wolves When you read the the scripture that we have read in Matthew, Jesus had just sent the 12 disciples out for ministry. And the 12 disciples, as they went out for ministry, Jesus had given them the conditions. But shortly after that, Jesus um, reminds us that, behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be as wise. He's just sending you out as a sheep among the wolves. One fact that we need to understand here that Jesus knew that the world was bad but still he sent he sent his own to go out into that world. And that is why he says in John 17 that you are in the world and not of the world. So he sends you out knowing that there are people in the world that are so bad. And that is why sometimes We feel like I want to go to a place which is better. And I want to assure us tonight, friends, that there is no better place in as much as God is sending you to preach the gospel or is as much as you are going to live out your life righteously before God in this wicked world. Just remember this one thing that you are never going to find a place that is okay, a place that is clean, a place that has no opposition. I pray that God will give us the grace to understand that wherever you go, there will be a wolf. Even in your own family, there will be a wolf. Even on people that you have attracted to yourself and you really feel I need to support this person, that person can actually turn out to, to be a wolf before you. And so I want to pray that we will be aware that actually in the world in which we are is a world which is full of evil, full of wickedness, full of vicious people, full of godly haters. The ones that Paul calls the enemies of the cross, they are everywhere and they'll make life look so hard. There will always be difficult in this world. There will always be tribulation in this world, wherever you go. And there will be someone who is causing that tribulation. When you go behind it to find out why you are suffering, you'll be surprised that you are suffering because of A, B, C, D, a line behind you. When you look at the challenges that we are facing in this world, there is always someone who is the origin of the problem that we are going through. And so wolves are all over the place. Even when you're serving in church, you are just mindful that even when I serve in church, there are wolves even inside the church. There are wolves even among the fellow ministers that you're ministering with. There will always be a wolf. But we need to know that Christ already told us. For that time, in when you read the book of Acts, you find the tension between the state and the tension between the church, the tension between the rulers and church leaders, the tension between the disciples. Paul himself was a wolf who was slaughtering the Christians. So all these things happen. But you know, that is what reminds us that Christ in his mercy is able to restore people and bring them to life again. Like he restored the Paul, from a a wolf into Paul, the preacher of the gospel. So even as we talk, we know that even wolves are not limited from becoming sheep again. The Lord can be able to transform them and bring them back to be the sheep. So as we pray for them, as we encounter the wolves, let us know that they are not limited to the grace of God. God can still move them from the other side where they are to bring them back to himself for example you can look at Peter Peter denying Jesus and just walking away from him he could have behaved like a wolf how could he really hide away from the master whom he has loved so sometimes you can find that even you yourself you've been a wolf at some point point. and I want to pray that God will help us not to just think about wolves as ones that are somewhere there But probably in one way or the other, you yourself, me myself, I could have been a wolf at some point. Because sometimes we look at ourselves suffering, but sometimes we do not look at the way in which we have made others to suffer. So we need to think about that so that we think about it in such a way that God, if you have found me to be a wolf, then help me to change and be a better person. Wolves in the household of God are those that we sit with, we eat with, we preach with, we move with, and sometimes you just get surprised that they are actually wolves that are moving amongst us. So persecution was happening and Jesus knew that it will happen, but he conditioned the disciples to remain truthful even in the midst of persecution. So the tension was there and the tension continues to be there. Life is full of accusations. Life is full of attacks. Life is full of lies. So when we are serving the Lord, we need to understand that life is full of all these things. But what are we going to do to remain in this world and yet we are not of the world? To remain among the wolves and yet we maintain our status as a sheep. This is what I want to try and explain uh, briefly. You know, um, I want to read for us uh what Paul uh, says in First Corinthians chapter 4, verse verse 9 to 13. Paul says, you know, this is a demonstration of living among wolves, first Corinthians chapter 4, verse 9. For I think that God has exhibited us as apostles, as last of all, like men sentenced to death because we have become a spectacle to the world, to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor, but we are in disrepute. To the present hour, we hunger and thirst. We are poorly dressed and buffeted and homeless, And we labor, working with our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we entreat. We have become and are still like the scum of the world, the refuse of all things. This is what Paul is talking, an experience that he has gone through. That is being reviled, reviled, he's being tortured. He has become like rubbish among the people. So this is the life that the preachers can go through. This is the life that believers can go through. This is the life that children of God can go through. But friends, God is calling us during this mission week to look at him as the Lord. That even in the midst of that, Jesus said that, behold, I'm sending you a sheep in the midst of wolves. Be as wise as serpents. What does that mean? If you fear a snake like myself, you don't want to be compared to being wise as a serpent. One day I um, had a letter, Bishop Nkoyoyo talking about what a serpent, how wise a serpent is, and he talked about the different types of snakes, and I find it very difficult to talk about them. But you know what Jesus is meaning here? He's saying that be clever. In the sight of persecution, in the sight of wolves, you need to be clever so that you are not be taken advantage of. You need to have wisdom that comes from the Lord alone. The wisdom that is going to protect you and make you um, see things, discernment. You have to have that discerning mind to see afar and to understand when the enemy is is there. You have to be sensible. You have to avoid the conflict and attacks. Be clear. You know, friends, some of us, when we are preachers of the gospel and someone accuses us, we want to fight back. One of the things that God helps us to do as ministers, as believers, is that we are not going to fight back. We cannot set a defense against us for ourselves. No. When sometimes people speak, let them be, let them speak. When they are tired, they will keep quiet because there is no minute. One of the things that has helped me to serve the Lord is that if you are in opposition against me and I know that you are doing it, I I will not care about you because you know, the devil has a trick to make you get so concerned about the attacks of the enemy and yet he's killing ministry. So one of the things I have learned in ministry is that if there is an attack and I know that I'm living right with God, I'm not going to concentrate on the attack neither am I going to set a defense, but I'm going to continue with the ministry. And when you continue with the ministry, time will come when the devil will be silent. The wolf will keep quiet. Why? Because you are not attacking back. They will dance their music and then reach a point and just be silent because who are they fighting anyway? At the end of the day, they are fighting nobody. You are continuing with the ministry. You are continuing to love the Lord. But when you set an attack, then the devil rises up and then you begin to fight. By the time you get back, you have spoiled your image. You've spoiled your name. You have spoiled yourself. And you do not have the testimony to continue serving the Lord. So be wise, wise as a serpent, innocent as a dove. Don't mix things. Be holy, be prudent, live upright moral lives. When you are into the situation of persecution among wolves, you need to live as a person of character. Let everyone see you and know that they have nothing to accuse you. Paul says that in in 1 Corinthians 9.19, that for though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win more. This is Paul. He made himself innocent. He made himself a servant of all. It does not matter. There are certain things that we do, not because it is the what, it's the norm, but because we want to win us all for Christ. Sometimes you can choose to be humble in a situation, not because you are weak. And you know, sometimes some of us think about being humility. We think about humility as weakness, but humility is not weakness. Humility is actually strength, which is a virtue that most of us as Christians have run away from. But as Christians, we need to have that humility as a virtue that is going to actually help us fight against the power of the devil so friends what am I saying just in case we find ourselves in a situation where we have been sent among the worlds how can we be overcomers let's not get surprised that's the first thing to face trials for the sake of Christ because actually the scripture talks about it facing trials should not surprise us because it's the norm of every believer if Christ went through it and that is what he's saying when he, talks and verse 4, 24, chapter 10. He says, if they have called the master of the house Belzebub, how much more will they malign those of his household? If Jesus himself has been persecuted and killed, how much more is it going to happen for us who are children in the household of our Lord Jesus Christ? Secondly, as I have said, you are the innocent sheep. Wolves are very dangerous hide in Christ for protection. You need to seek protection from Christ alone. And this is what he's saying in verse uh, 17. Beware men for they will deliver you over to courts and flock in the synagogues and you will be dragged before governors and kings for my name's sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak what you are to say for when you for for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour for it is not you to speak but the spirit of your father speaking through you this is what jesus is reminding us that we need to hide in him just in case you are being questioned just in case let you know that the holy spirit will give you the answers The Holy Spirit will give you the answer. Sometimes, friends, we want to speak just as I have said. Sometimes we want to intervene. Sometimes we want to bring others to say, no, I am innocent. I am right. But sometimes there are times when God calls us to be silent. And just say within our hearts, God, take over the situation. I am amidst Wolves. God, take over. You are my fighter. You are my warrior. You are the king. Take over this situation. Some of you have faced the situations in your families. Sometimes you are a wife facing a very tough husband. And as he gets tough, you also get tough with the Lord. And you're saying, God, you know this man. You are going to control him because I cannot. You face a tough boss and you get early in the morning in the office and you put your knees down and you say, God, I am praying for this person. I am bringing them before you. God, you know them. Silence them because you're my God. You know, there are times when you do not have to fight. Sometimes you have to get on your knees and trust God to fight the battle, God to take over. And every time you get on your You are going to see transformation. I told you that not all wolves are meant for destruction. Some of them, like a Paul, God makes it for good that He will save them, even when He leaves them to wander around and do horrible things. You know, that boss, that person, that husband, that wife, God is able to transform them. God is able to save them. You bring them before the Lord, and the Lord will be able to silence them and take them over and he'll be able to bring them down. This is what the Bible says, that you know, you are, that the, the Holy Spirit of your father speaking through you, you know, the Holy Spirit will it will, will will take over, will speak, will will fight the battle for you. And if you are to speak, the Holy Spirit will give you the rightful words. Um, These days, uh, those of you that have been reading Daily Guide, been reading um, Acts of the Apostles, verse chapter 22, 23, 24, And you've been looking at Paul, the Holy Spirit giving him answers. And you are surprised how did Paul answer. Look at the answers that Jesus Christ himself gave. It's amazing answers. And you see Jesus himself giving those answers. And you wonder how could he give those answers. But that is the grace of God. Listening to God and being attentive to God in the midst of the wolves, God is able to answer for you. But also the other thing, he talks about um, um, verse 31. But you, your, father, yeah, your father will speak for you. Um, uh, he, he talks about brother fighting against brother. And, and then for then, he, um, yes, brother fighting against brother. And he says, but you will be hated by all of my for my name's sake. But one who endures to the end will be saved. One of the other things that we need to agree to is endurance. When you go through certain (coughs) situations, we need to endure. Some some of us want to run away. We feel like a little pinch is enough for me. I can't do it. I have been talking, you talk to young girls and they tell you, no, 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 no. I'm not going to stay in this marriage. I must go. I am not meant for this. I'm not meant for that. And, you know, they they go the very first week. They are like, I'm not going. This is not possible. And some of us, you get into this office. Before you know it, you are being tossed right, left, and right. And then all of a sudden, you are running away from the office. You just feel like this is not... Friends, you never get a smooth place. Endurance is very important. So this is what Jesus was encouraging. The one who endures to the end will be saved. There are certain positions that we hold, not because it has been a soft mattress, but it has been a hard papyrus mat. But by the grace of God, you've been able to walk through the papyrus mat and you are able to see the glory of God. So it is not easy. Some people you can admire to say, I want to be like a so-and-so But when they give you the papyrus mat they slept on, it becomes very difficult for you to be able to endure and go ahead. So we need to have a sense of endurance, and those who endure will be saved. Verse 23 says, When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. For truly I say to you that you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. What we get from there is fleeing there are times friends when you're going through a situation and it requires that you need to step down and take a hide take a hiding place you know there are times when the lord will have to give you a way of escape out of the fire you are not just going to do things intentionally and that is why we read the bible they will drink poison and they will not you cannot see the cup of poison and you drink it because jesus said that you drink and you will not die there you will die But the Lord can rescue you if you're drinking the poison and yet you do not know that is the poison. So there are certain situations that he's saying, you flee to another town. Which means there are situations, that is why he talks about being as wise, as clever as a serpent. Where you find that this is dangerous and God is speaking to you and saying, please take leave. It is important for you to take leave. And that is why when you, you read back in history, you go to the days of uh, the days of uh, the Archbishop when Archbishop he died, uh, J- Archbishop Luwumu died, and then the, the is had to step out. The Okothi's had to step out. Yes. Bishop, the other one had to die because it was his time to die. But the rest could not just present themselves before either to be killed. They had to take leave. They had to flee. And it is allowed in Christianity. You can flee so that you can go and spread the gospel. And that is why we see the scattered Christians when we read First and Second Peter. The Christians who were scattered all over the place and wherever they were scattered, they were able to preach the gospel. That is why you see them in underground churches. They had to flee to be able to preach the gospel. Otherwise, all of them would have died and would have no gospel. So when you are in a situation and the Lord speaks to you and says, flee this situation, please heed to the voice of the Lord. Don't think you're going to die as a matter. You better flee so that you can be able uh, to go and, and uh, into a hiding place. But also, um, Paul reminds us not to fear. So have no fear for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Paul says fear. You know, sometimes, friends, fear has caused us not to pray. We are told that when you're living in this situation where you are among wolves, don't fear. You know, fear is natural, but he's saying don't fear why is it that i'm not going to be killed or something is not but don't fear preach the gospel in season and out of season remain strong and trust the lord and the lord will be able to get you through so run away from fear run away from fear and it says that whatever that they are doing one day the lord will unveil there are situations that we go through and some people think they are hiding but at the end of the day the lord unveils so pray that the lord will actually unveil the wolves there is a time when the lord will unveil the wolf and you look at it and you say all, all along have been walking with you and your wolf the lord unveils when we seek his face and continue to be in his presence and that is our prayer And it says, verse 27, that I tell you uh, that what I tell you in the dark, say in the broad daylight, and what you hear whispered proclaim on the housetops. Be a person who proclaims the truth of the gospel. Proclaiming the truth of the gospel, friends, is something the mandate that God has told us. Proclaim it on the top of the roof. Tell others about the goodness of the Lord. And wherever you are, do not forget that the Lord has sent you there for a reason or for a purpose. And so he says, don't fear. Don't fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both the body and the soul. And that is our Lord Jesus Christ, who has the power to give us thy life, to live here, but also has the power to throw to hell. But then um, the other thing that He he reminds us not to worry about is not to be, anxious not to be anxious yeah he he reminds us that anxiety comes from the enemy we sometimes can get anxious and because of anxiety we can end up missing the target and missing the goal and that is what he says in verse 19 when they deliver you over do not be anxious how you are to speak so may god give us the grace when we read um, philippians chapter 4 he tells us not to be anxious, but through prayer and supplication, make our needs known to the Lord. So, dear friends, that for every believer, for every Christian, for every minister, out there, there are wolves. You've been sent among the wolves, but Christ gives us a way out of the wolves. He gives us a way out to live among the wolves, and yet we are not wolves. So may God give us the grace to stand out, to live among the wolves, but to stand out as children of God. But the other thing I want to mention is that wolves are false teachers. They can consume us. Wolves can also be false teachers. Let's beware, friends. Let's read the word. How can we overcome the wolves? We can overcome by reading the word. Read the word when you read the word you cannot be overtaken by a wolf who comes with false teaching and they want to overtake you. Le- lo- listen, but look at the word. I like the Bereans; They even examined what Paul was saying. So read the word so that you are not going to be overtaken by these ravenous wolves that take advantage of the weak. The weak can mean those who are weak in the word of God. You don't read the word. You don't pray. And therefore, you are so weak you want quick solutions and the devil comes and sweeps us away we want to pray that god will give us the grace so what am i saying we are among the wolves they are very dangerous but one thing i said that we need to remember is let us not get surprised because christ said that the wolves will be there secondly let us be um let us be the innocent sheep but let us learn to hide in Christ because he's our protection. Thirdly, be as wise as a serpent. Be clever, be sensible. Avoid attacking back, avoid fighting back. Have a sense of humility. The other thing is be innocent as a dove. Be holy, live upright lives morally. The other thing is be a servant of the Lord. Know whom you are serving that you're not going to be swayed by wolves. The other thing is that do not be anxious. Always trust the Lord in prayer and supplication. Make your needs known unto the Lord. The other thing is the Holy Spirit will always intervene. Sometimes you want to speak, but allow the Holy Spirit to give you a sense of direction. The other thing I mentioned is let's have a sense of endurance. Endure. When times are tough, learn to endure and not to run away from the situation very quickly. But also I've said, learn to flee. When the Holy Spirit tells you, move from this place to another, escape. Please listen to the Holy Spirit and be able to escape. That is wisdom. But the other thing which I, um, um, I concluded with is that uh, we do not have to be anxious. We do not have to fear but we do always need to trust the Lord. And when we trust the Lord, the Lord will always give us a breakthrough. May God help us, dear brothers and sisters, to know that we are living among wolves. We've been sent among wolves, but our God is more than able to deliver us. May God bless you.
1: Amen. May God bless you too, Reverend Rebecca. Thank you so much for that uh, message. We thank God for you and uh, wish you a happy birthday. We thank you that you have spent time on your birthday to share with us. May God bless you. Uh, Let us uh, respond in prayer uh, to the message uh, that's been given to us. Lord, we want to thank you so much for today. We thank you for your servant. Thank you, Lord, for speaking very clearly through her to us on this important topic of how you have sent us to work and to serve you among wolves. Lord, I want to thank you for her. Thank you for her ministry among us. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have been doing in her life, Lord, for your protection upon her life, Lord. Thank you that she can speak with confidence from experience because you have seen her through many challenges and you have s- helped her to survive as she works among wolves and she has been able to serve you faithfully. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for her life. Thank you for her love for you. Lord, we pray for her that Lord, wherever she has gotten from all this time that she used to, to prepare to speak to us, that Father, you will bless her, O oh God. That you will fill her anew. That Lord, you will renew her strength, as you have promised. That you will renew her like you, that like the the eagle who gets renewed even as they fly. Lord, I pray that her 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 strength, her youth, will be renewed, oh Father. That she will be able to continually serve you among us and serve you faithfully, and to be a a, a witness amongst her. The people she lives with amongst us with whom she serves, uh, amongst us whom she serves, and even amongst the her fellow clergy with whom she serves, oh Lord, may she continually be uh, a, an example, Lord, and that people will look up to her and see what you have done. Lord, I want to thank you for the warning, the warning that you have given us to remind us that we have amongst us wolves and that they are not, they they don't, uh, we won't be able to tell by just looking at them because they look innocent, but they are there. But, Lord, we want to thank you for the warning. Thank you, Lord, that you never leave us without help. Lord, we thank you that you never leave us without warning. Father, I pray that you will help us, especially help your church, help your the members of the church Oh Lord that they will be wise, that we will be able to tell those who are wolves among us, because like the, we have been told, they they walk among us, they live among us, they sit with us in church. And so, Father, I pray that you help us, that you protect us from these wolves that have have come, who, whose intention is to steal and kill and destroy, oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will help us, oh God, to be wise, to be able to tell, oh God, that we will not take people at face value because there are many amongst us, oh God, who have come, who look like they are real, but they are not, oh God. So, Father, I pray that even as we sit with them, as we work with them, that you will help us to be able to tell who they are, oh God. Father, help us, Lord, to keep our eyes on you because when we keep our eyes on you, we will not be uh, deceived because they come looking like us and we can't tell the difference between them and us. So, Father, I pray, especially I pray against the false teachers that have proliferated so much in our city, or oh God, in this country, they are leading so many astray. Father, I pray that you will help your people, those who have given their lives to you, that they will not become corrupted, oh God, that they will be able to withstand the lies of the enemy, that they will be able to tell that there is is something that is not right, that they will be able to sense danger, oh God, that we will not be asleep, oh God. I pray especially for all of us Christians that you will help us to be alert. That we will not fall asleep, that we will not slumber, that we will be awake, O oh God, so that when these dangerous people come in our midst, we'll be able to spot them, that we'll be able to sense them, O oh God, and and not allow them to devour us, O oh Lord, and to lead us astray. Father, I pray especially for those that are vulnerable amongst us, people that are sick, people that are poor, people that are that have 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 been deprived, oh God, because they become so vulnerable. They are being told, you go to this one, go to the other place. That is where you get healing. Father, I pray for those amongst us who are vulnerable, that you will protect them, oh God, from the wolves, that they will not be led astray, oh God, that they will be able to withstand. But Lord, I also pray for us as a church that you help us to be able to reach out to the vulnerable. So that they will not be shaken by and deceived by the wolves amongst us, oh Father. I pray that you help us as a church to realize, to take up our position of loving everybody, loving those that are weak, oh God. Lord, help us to look out for those that are vulnerable, who are looking for help and who end up being deceived because the wolves come looking like they are part of us, oh God. I pray that you help us to take our position of loving and and providing and being there for the others, oh, Father. Lord, give us the grace to understand that we have wolves everywhere. But, Father, I also pray that you help us to love everybody because, Lord, as we've been reminded, even Paul was such a wolf, but he was able to turn around. So, Lord, I pray that you help us, help us, O Lord, that when we see them, we will not go to attack them, we will not go to hate them, but that we will pray for them, O Lord, so that we will bring them to your feet or or the foot of the cross, O Father, so that they will be able to turn back, O God, those that were once Christians but have since been deceived and have become deceived and are deceiving others, Lord, I pray that you will help them, O Father. That you help us to remember them in our prayers, O oh Father. Lord, you've reminded us to be wise. That as we as we live amongst wolves, that we will be able to keep our status as sheep when we are wise. Lord, you know so many times we behave like the others. We behave like the people that don't know you. Yet, Father, you have promised us wisdom that when we pray, when we ask for wisdom, you'll give it to us. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will help us to be wise and help us also to be innocent as we are wise. Give us a discerning mind, O Lord. Lord, uh, Paul in Philippians prays for the Philippians that they'll be able to have wisdom, that they'll be able to have a discerning mind and know what is best that their love will grow more and more. I pray that you help us, that as we deal with these people that come into our lives, the challenges that come into our lives, that, Lord, you will give us the patience. You will give us the humility, O oh God, that we will not be arrogant because as we become that, then we will also be captured by the enemy, O oh God. So, Father, I pray that you help us to be humble, O oh God, that when we are attacked, we will not attack. That will be like you, Jesus. Lord, help us to be like you, and Father, help us to be in Your Word. For Father, if we are in Your Word, we will not be surprised when we face trials, because You've told us in Your Word that we shall be maligned, that we shall be, that we shall face trials, that we shall be attacked. But, Lord, it is because we are not in your word. So when the attacks come, we get surprised, we get shocked, we, we, we get into fighting mode, yet we are supposed to go and hide to you, in you for protection, Lord. So, Father, I pray that instead of attacking those who attack us, you will help us, oh, Father, to seek protection in you, that we will come to you, oh, Lord, humbly, O oh God, and seek protection from you, Lord. Help us not to seek protection from the flesh, Lord. There are people who are going looking for guns to protect them. There are those who are even going into witchcraft thinking it will protect them. But, Father, I pray that when we are attacked, we shall not use the same weapons that those who are attackers are using, Father, that we will use the weapons of the Spirit, O Lord, that we will be in your word that we will be in prayer that we will pray at all times of oh God that we will be have faith in you oh lord that we will have the helmet of salvation that that is what will you remind us to keep that on so that we will be protected oh lord when we are attacked oh god holy spirit i pray that you will help us to seek you to find our direction from you that when we are attacked lord we will know we will be wise to know what to do o oh god we will know whether to run whether to run or whether to endure o oh lord lord that when whatever situation comes o oh father that you will help us to know what is this situation calling me for so lord that we will not stay when we should run but, Lord, that we will also not run when we should stay. We will need your wisdom, O oh Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill us with your spirit. Help us, fill us with your wisdom that we will be able to know what to do, O oh God. For oh Lord, we, we are weak. Sometimes we become afraid and we flee when we should be staying. And sometimes we become foolish and we stay when we should be running. So Father we pray that you will fill us by your spirit with your spirit and give us wisdom and help us if we need to endure that we will endure oh God and help us Lord that when we, if we need to flee we will flee oh God that we will not make the same mistakes that were made by those that stayed Lord we were told that when the the disciples they they had to flee they had to go to different places and how that's how that your message went about so father help us to know when it is time to go lord i pray that you help us to know that you have placed us in our different places in work at home in different places for a purpose father forgive us for the times when instead of using the positions that you've given us to honor you and to bring people to you we've used them to to instead to drive people away because people look at us and they think that you, they, there's no God. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us, Lord, for the times that we have made people hate the gospel because of the lives that we have led, because of what we do in our homes, because of what we do in our workplaces. Lord, I pray that you help us, that we will use the positions you've given us to spread the gospel of God that we will use the, the, the positions at times, the times, the resources that you've, you've given us, O oh Lord. And Father, help us not to be afraid. When the wolves come, because they are here, they are there, we see them, O oh Lord, all the time. Help us not to be afraid. Help us not to be anxious, O oh Lord. You have promised that we, if we are anxious, we should never be anxious, but that in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we should make our requests made known to you. So, Lord, when we face these trials, I pray that you help us, that we shall not be anxious, but that we will bring all these to you, O oh God. That when we are attacked, we will bring all this to your, to your presence, oh Lord. And Father, help us that when the enemy attacks, we will never be anxious. We will always look up to you, Father. Father, we thank you because you are faithful. You are good. You are wonderful, O oh God. We thank you. We thank you because you warn us. You remind us. You, you never leave us without Warning, you never leave us without instruction. You provide whatever we need. Father, we bless you. We exalt you. We magnify you, oh God. Lord, we thank you because we know we shall not do this. We bless you. We exalt you. We magnify you. We thank you for today. Lord, I pray for each person, each individual that has been here attending this 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 uh, prayer meeting of oh God Lord you know what they are going through you know the attacks that they may be having Jesus i pray for each one of them oh lord that you will help them to remember this message lord each one of us that has attended help us to keep this message oh lord because lord sometimes the enemy comes and takes away the message that you've given us Father i pray that you help us, that this message will continue to ring in our minds, that this message we will be able so to go and share it with others of oh God. Others who may be going through challenges and may be thinking that they are under attack and therefore you don't love them, that they'll be able to share with others that will know that the challenges are there because we are in in this world that uh, is wicked, as we've been reminded. You know, as the so, Father, each one of us is here, whatever challenges that we are facing, oh Father, I pray that you will help. Help us to always be reminded. You are our—we we can run to Jesus while He went through all the chats So, Father, I pray that You help us, that You protect us, that You will help us to remember that we are going through this, but that You are with us and You will always be with us. We pray that You will be with us as we each go our different ways, Lord. That this evening Your presence will continue. Help You. We exalt You. It's in Jesus' name. Amen.